Hey, 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 what is going on, Cube fam? Hope you're all doing well. It's your boy, Bez Barami, coming at you guys with another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about confidence and how important it is when investing, when trading, whatever it is you do, how vital it is to your success, and some things that I implement on a daily basis that I figured I'd share with you guys to maybe you know lend you a helping hand and see if it can help you guys out. I have a few talking points here, so let's just jump right into them. Guys, I'm sure we've all been here once or twice, uh, probably in the last week, forget in your lifetime. We've all been here, and it's about pretty much how do you face the biggest competitor in the markets? No, no, not the market makers, not the guy you sold your stock to. It's you. How do you best handle you, yourself, because you are your greatest opponent. You are and can be your greatest enemy when it comes to investing. Quick example of what usually happens to most people based on my own personal experience, plus people I talk to on the regular. Let's say, for example, you buy a stock, right? And then it plummets. Okay. Now you're really pissed off. It didn't work out. Okay. You sell, you lick your wounds. Now you're ready to jump back into another company and you hold off and now it skyrockets with you not in the stock. Okay, now you're like, damn, okay, I'm pissed because I thought I learned my lesson from the first time, it bit me in the ass the second time, so what is? what do I do now? Okay, so because uh, I was right the first time, wrong this time, I'm going to go back now to, you know, waiting, staying patient. Oh wait, no, wait, no, maybe I should get into it now. And then now you're playing this whole reverse, reverse, reverse psychology thing in your head. And then you start playing this whole thing in your mind where like, oh, because you bought the stock, everyone relax. You know, for a fact that it's going to go down. Like, you know, you start really thinking like that because you just feel like you're mush from, from the Bronx tale that everything you touch is now doomed. Um, so I want you guys to first and foremost, understand that, uh, that is something you must avoid at all costs because once that gets into your head, it becomes extremely difficult to get rid of and it also becomes very mentally exhausting. It takes a toll on you and now you're not thinking straight. So it's going to increase the probability that you're not going to do well in the next few investments simply because you do not have a clear mind and clear thought process. So I want you all to number one, take a step back from the ledge if something doesn't work out well and stop thinking that there's patterns, uh, like it worked the first time, so it didn't work the second time, that means it has to work the third time, or things like that. Get that out of your out of your system, because if that is what you're thinking like, and that is your investment strategy, then you are pretty much uh, doomed from the get. So what you really need to do, guys, you need to sit back and understand what your strategy is. I have talked about this so many times, and it is so important. And when you do want to come to a conclusion, unlike the example I just provided, you must make sure your sample size is large enough, all right? You need to make sure that, and this takes me to my second point, you need to make sure you are writing things down in a journal. You really need to make sure that you are understanding exactly what it is you're doing, why it is you're doing that particular move. And this, like I said, guys, it applies to long-term investing, short-term swing trades, day trading, scalping, whatever it is you want to call it, it applies. Know why you're doing the investment, why you're doing the trade, record it, and then look for successful strategies that work for you and work for your risk appetite and things like that, okay? 
It is so important. And then if you find out that things aren't working well after a few times, now you know what's working, what's not working, and you keep fine-tuning it because there's so many variables. But you must understand, guys, first and foremost, this is the market. Sometimes you could have called everything right, oversold in this Technicator, overbought on that, fundamentals are in line, and it still doesn't work out in your favor. Roll with those. It's the market. If you're going to be in this for a while, then you better get used to it and understand that not all things go according to plan and not all things make sense, okay? So with that being said, you're going to have your journal. That's great. You also don't want to you know, be pretty much fighting with your own mind. That's another thing. Because what you're trying what you're trying to do is you're trying to pinpoint and really understand all the things that are going on. Uh, for people who right now maybe are, I'll just give an example, are down maybe quite a bit, they're a young, young investor, and you're down quite a bit right now, uh, there's a few things I want you to do. I want you to, one, ask yourself, why are you down, okay? If you have an, a reason and you're able to figure that out, that's great. That's a good first step. If you don't have a clear-cut reason, then that is your problem right now. You're just pretty much going about things blindly, and you're not analyzing your errors, okay? This all comes back to the confidence thing because what you do, what you want to do is you don't want to, you don't want to get too happy when things work out, and you don't want to beat yourself up too much when things don't work out. For the most part, my viewers are in the mid-20s. Guys, I am in my mid-20s as well. We have a long time at this. We are going to be in the markets for at least another 30 years, okay? So let's start to understand that and zoom out a little bit. I know our generation can be really short-sighted and myopic. We cannot be like that. If something doesn't work out, you have a bad day, a bad week, a bad, a bad couple quarters, get over it. Go back to the drawing board, figure out what is going on. If you're up big to the other people that are up big the last several quarters, analyze what you're doing right and keep the ball moving and try to understand why maybe uh, or what can go wrong or why it's been working out so well and, and keep things going like that. So th those are some things right there. Uh, you want to play your tendencies, guys. You know, if you're very good at staying patient, then you want to keep staying patient and play maybe some long-term plays. If you're impatient and you understand that, try and write some notes down as to why you should maybe stay in the stock a little longer or don't sell that stock so fast. You know, things like this. If you, you really want to fully understand yourself and temper your expectations because it will help with your confidence level. And I want to make something clear again we are not talking about arrogance. Arrogance is thinking you have no flaws in your game and that nothing you can do is pretty much wrong. Confidence is understanding there's flaws in your game and you're always trying to seek out those variables and, and what you could do better to, to stay you know, on top of your investments and do, the, do as best as you can. Okay, The, the fall from, from confidence isn't that bad. The fall from arrogance is terrible. So now I want to talk about um, two situations. I already hinted at them a little bit. The people that are down a lot in their investments, like I just said, don't play the mental game of that I mentioned in the beginning. Get the journal out if you don't have one already. Start figuring out what it is you're doing wrong. Play your tendencies. Understand the market can just be a jerk sometimes, okay? It's going to happen. But also, let's to get back on your feet, there's two things you want to do. You want to make sure that you're not getting emotional. And that you're not going to now take on more risk to get back your losses immediately. That is something I see time and time again. Because your emotions, you're emotional. Your feelings are hurt. Your confidence took a hit. 
and now you want to get it back quick. That is a surefire way to just go ahead and throw more bad money at, into the mix and get even further down yourself, okay? So don't think you know how you have to go ahead and make it back instantly. That is a, one of the most uh, frequent ways I've seen personally where people go south fast, okay? Two, uh, you want to make sure that when you're getting back now, maybe start with smaller amounts as opposed to trying to get it back all in one shot. Build up your confidence by, by maybe putting less capital at work. And, and this way, start catching some small little wins. Start, start getting back on your feet. And three, it comes back to the journal. Start writing down trades you would have made but decided to hold, hold off on. And, and see maybe some areas in which you saved yourself a ton of money. I always say this. Sometimes your best trades are the ones you don't make. And you want to know when you didn't make them. And if it paid off. You don't necessarily have to make money on a trade to gain confidence. You can gain confidence just by realizing you avoided another bad mistake. This is huge. Guys, like I said, it's all the mental game. And you want to make sure you're staying as crisp as possible. And you're understanding everything. Everything is tied to the hip. It all comes in full circle. Alright? The same applies to someone who's up big right now. You don't want to get cocky. You don't want to start taking out margin because you have a hot hand and you think it's going to last forever. You don't want to be doing these things or you run a, you run a stock too long, it loses its gains, and now you're back to break even or even negative and it's because you just wanted that extra little percent gain and you got too greedy. Okay? These are all things that, uh, that are always, I see, happening. And it's just so important. I talk about the confidence. It's always good to have a little bit of confidence because, um, well... Let's face it, you can't really do anything without confidence in any part of your life. You always need a little, that, that extra little edge on you to really shine. And the market is no different. The market can be a real, real cruel son of a gun sometimes. And you need to make sure that you're not losing yourself in the midst of everything. So the confidence really comes from keeping a sharp mind and uh, also understanding where that line is between confidence and arrogance. Because it is a very thin line and a lot of people cross it. So what I really want you guys to focus on uh, as I wrap this episode up is to not get too high when things are going great and to not get too low when things aren't going too well. Stay even keel, stay calm, stay relaxed, stay confident, and start to understand why things don't always work out as best as they can. A quick example. In Q1, I was having an absolute astonishing time uh, playing earnings report options in Q1. Okay, it was it was to the point where, you know, we were locking in four or five hundred percent gains uh, like eight times in a row. We had like two to four hundred two to five hundred percent gains like eight times in a row. And then I realized it wasn't really working as well in Q2. And I'm like, okay, why is this happening? Is it because I'm not making the right calls? And while that was a part of it, I that happens. You're not going to call every option. Right. So, So that's not enough to really set you back. You want to know, okay. Okay, I got one wrong. Okay, no, no big deal. That's going to happen. Two wrong. Okay, three wrong. Okay, now I'm seeing a pattern. Now, this is where it goes back to your journal. Why is it not working out now? Then I realized, okay, well, you know, implied volatility is a little different this quarter in Q2. This is not the same scenario. It's not the same environment as Q1. And then I made the adjustments. And then that's why now I'm noticing I'm having a lot more success playing earnings in non-event periods. In fact, in the month of October alone, I literally didn't lose a dollar in options, okay? And I'm, uh, I'm going to do my best to may- replicate that in November, but I understand this is the market. 
you're not gonna bat a thousand. And if things I do start to see a pattern, boom, back to the drawing board. Don't let it get, you know, hit my. It doesn't hit my confidence. Okay. At one point it did, and then you go back to the drawing board and you realize, okay, this is what's happening. You make the tweaks. The best hitters, the best shooters, they make the tweaks. They go back to the drawing board. They get back and they uh they fix what's wrong. And that's what you need to do. I don't want you guys to dwell on things, throw the towel in too soon, figure out what the best strategy for yourself is. Sometimes you could just be doing the wrong thing from the get-go. Everything's just wrong, 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 wrong. Now I want you to step back and do two things. Like I said, number one, understand how long of a time horizon we're playing here is, okay? Don't get so caught up because you had a couple bad months when you're going to be investing for 30 years, Okay, that's pathetic. And then throw a towel in to say, I give up on investing. That's stupid. That's why I want you guys, that's something I want you guys to avoid. Okay. And number two, I want you guys to figure out what your strong suits are and play those and figure out what the best strategy is for yourself. It's all about understanding the variables, understanding all the things that are going on, because this is a very intricate thing. And especially if you're going to be active, this is very, very important. If you're going to be passive, it's still something you want to keep in mind because you see the headlines all the time, recession here, or markets are going to go up another 10,000 points tomorrow if this happens, and there's so many floating headlines, and sometimes they can crush your confidence about what you think is going to happen to something like your 401k, or they can crush your confidence for something you're trading just for the day tomorrow. Things to keep in mind, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Like always, I'm trying to provide the most value possible. I will catch you all.